Good morning. This is the day that the Lord has made. I will be glad and rejoice in it. Because the Lord, he is good. And his mercies endure forever. We say good morning to those of you that are joining us by way of live streaming. And we welcome you to this, our 11 o'clock worship experience. It's been cold outside. It's been ice outside. But thank God we still here. And for that, let's give the Lord some praise. You know, they made a song entitled, You Don't Miss Your Water Until Your Well Run Dry. It's a blessing when you can look up and still have lights. There are so many small things that we take for granted, y'all. Cold weather can make that water shut off, and you sure enough miss it. It's a blessing to have all of the facilities that the Lord bless us with. And for that, that's another thing that we can thank him for. Day by day, morning by morning, he gives us blessings. Somebody was sick, and now they are well. They are back in the service. That's something to give him praise for. He is good to us all the time. And all the time, the Lord is good. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you. Lord, we thank you that you have blessed us to be in this place this morning. And Father, we're going to praise your name because somebody in here is appreciative for the many blessings that you have showered upon not just them, but for their entire family. We looked around and everybody was all right. Lord, for that we're grateful. But then for us, as a church family, Lord, we thank you for this opportunity to tell a dying world that you are still God, that yes, Satan has some power, but we thank God that he has all power. And for that, we're going to praise you, and we're going to magnify your holy and righteous name. So, Lord, we thank you now, and as we go into this service, we humbly ask that you will bless everything that we do, Lord. Bless every voice that sing. Bless the scriptures. Bless the, the man that's going to break the bread of life. And let us not just be listeners, but God give us the power to leave here being doers of your holy and righteous word. And every day of our lives, we're going to thank you and we're going to give you praise. And now we said, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. As we go into this service, bless us now in the maximum and in the matchless name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, our Savior, and our God. And all of the people said, amen. 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 They're coming now to say, I command my soul. Speak over your soul to give him praise. The Bible says that everything that have breath, let everything that have breath praise the Lord. Brick and mortar didn't cry out for me this morning. It was me, myself, 
that said, I praise the Lord. I give you praise at all times, and it shall continually be in my mouth.
Our scripture today comes from the book of John, 8th chapter, verses 1 through 11. Jesus went unto the Mount of Olives, and early in the morning he came again unto the temple, and all the people came unto him, and he sat down and taught them. And the scribes and Pharisees brought unto him a woman, taken in adultery, and when they had set her in his midst, they say unto him, Master, this woman was taken in adultery in the very act. Now Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned. What sayest thou? This they said, tempting him, that they might have to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote unto the ground, as though he heard them not. So when they continued asking him, he lifted up himself and said unto them, He that is without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. And again they stooped down, and again he stooped down and wrote on the ground. And they which heard it, being convicted by their own conscience, went out one by one, beginning at the eldest, even unto the last. And Jesus was left alone, and the woman standing in the midst. When Jesus had lifted up himself and saw that none but him but the woman, he said unto her, Woman, where are those thine accusers? Hath no man condemned thee? She said, No man, Lord. And Jesus said unto her, Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Pray with me. Heavenly Father, we thank you again for the opportunity to assemble together in worship of you. Lord, we thank you for the extensions of your mercy. We thank you for the extensions of your grace. Lord, we acknowledge you as the source of all of our blessings. And while, Lord, we know that we are never worthy, nor can we ever pay, repay you, all that we have, all that we are, we humbly submit unto you. Lord, we ask that you use us in the building of your kingdom. Lord, we ask that you use us in the delivery of your gospel. Lord, we ask that you use us as instruments of your power. Lord, we ask that you use us as extensions of your grace and mercy. Lord, we ask that you use us to comfort those who are in need. Lord, we stand today united, asking in prayer on behalf of those in special need of you, Lord. Lord, we ask that you heal those who are experiencing sickness or illness. Lord, we ask that you comfort those who are experiencing grief. Lord, we ask that you lift those who find themselves in low places. Lord, we ask that you comfort all, provide for all, protect all. Lord, we pray for this state, this city, this church, this nation. Finally, Lord, we ask for your anointing presence in today's service. We ask that you open all minds, all hearts, and all ears. And we ask that you stand with this man of God as he deliver your message. These blessings we ask in your son's name. Amen. We ask that you would take note of these announcements. The Cade Chapel Youth Department will host a parent social on February 3rd in the Family Life Gym from 11 a.m. to 12 noon. Lunch will be provided. This mandatory meeting will provide parent and youth uh, the opportunity to learn about 
the exciting events and youth ministries planned for our year, for this, for the year. Please scan the QR code or click the link on the K website to register by January 30th. New members will host our annual ministry expo on Sunday, on Sunday, February 4th, from 9 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. in the Family Life Gym. Come and learn about the many ways and places you can volunteer. Serve and, and get connected to Cave, to Cave, at Cave. Check out the announcement page on website www.cavechapel.org forward slash announcement for additional events happening in our surrounding community. Now, this last is a special announcement. It's concerning the celebration of Sister Alice Clark's many years of service. Amen. Amen. Sister Clark served from 1985 to uh, 2024, 39 years. And a celebration in her honor will take place on January 26, 2024. It will be at the Jackson Convention Complex. And tickets can be purchased online. At this time, we're going to ask Sister Clark to please stand your honor. Amen. Praise the Lord. We thank God for you, Sister Clark. God bless you. God bless you, Sister Clark. I don't know which way to go on this one. Let's try this. What time is it? What time is it? Well, since you know that, then you know about the three three ways that primary we give here at K Chapel. And you know about the ministry and the ministries, the missions that occur here that we assist others in time of need. And you also know about the multiple ways in which we can give. And for our live stream offices, Audience, of course, you can look at the number that's on your stream. Now, as far as our businesses today, they may not know this, but I want you to know that the offering baskets are available for you to drop off your offering as you go out the door, exiting the sanctuary. Now, our spoken word for today will come from Luke chapter 6, verse 38. It says, Give. And it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over will be put in your bosom. For with the same measure that you use shall be measured back to you. So how much you give, we encourage you to do so 
cheerfully as well as liberally. God bless you.
God, we thank you. Lord, we thank you for all of these gifts that have been given in your name and to your ministry. Lord, we ask that you magnify its impact and direct us in its use so that it may be used according to your will and to the uplifting of your kingdom. Finally, Lord, we ask that you bless all they gave, bless those that desire to give but did not have. In your son's name we pray, amen. 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 Good morning, Kate Chapel. There are those that are ready for the right hand of fellowship, and as we call your name, we're going to ask that you would come down front. Delwyn Smith, Deborah Harvey, Dayla Gray, Kaylin Wade, and Lenise Lynn. Good morning again, K Chapel. Proverbs, the fourth chapter, verse 20 through 22 says, My son, attend to my words, incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes, keep them in the midst of thine heart, for they are life unto those that find them, and health to all their flesh. We ask that you continue to pray for all of our bereaved families, the Lewis, the Wheeler, the Gross, Stewart, and Sawyer families. Another member has gone to be with the Lord, Brother Lawrence Lewis. The arrangements for Brother Lewis are incomplete at this time, but will be shared as they are made known to us. Brother Primus Wheeler lost his brother, Mr. Michael Gerard Wheeler. The service for Mr. Wheeler will be held Saturday, 
January 27th at Century Funeral Home in Greenwood, Mississippi. The funeral service for Sister Erlene Gross, the mother of Sister Linda Stewart, will be held Wednesday, January 24th, here at Kate Chapel at 11 o'clock a.m. The funeral service for Brother Larry Sawyer will be held on Saturday, January 27th at 12 o'clock noon here at Kate Chapel. And I got a late uh, text message that our guitarist, Justin Carter, who you see is not here this morning, he buried his father on yesterday. That's all the information I have right now. As I get more information, I will relay that information to you. We have in the hospital, nursing home, or in rehab, Brother Limus Magruder and Brother Glenn Barnes. We have recovering at home, Sister Anita Shaw, Sister Johnny Jackson, Sister Mary Bell, Reverend Leroy Harrington, Mr. Melvin Scott, Brother John Saunders, Brother Kavara Collins, Brother Willie Lindsay, and Sister Jerry Good. Also asking for prayer, Sister Annie Poindexter and Mr. William Carter. Those that are related to church members are Miss Lena Perry, Byron, I'm sorry, Bryson Joseph Redmond, Mr. Lewis Barnes, Mr. Leonis Bonner, Mr. Keith Fogger, Miss Dolores Phillips, Mr. Larry Milton, Miss Demetrius Wallace, Mr. Clyde Cameron, Miss Renee Collins, Miss La Laquana Caston, and Javante Noel. And I understand Miss uh, Collins, Renee Collins, are you here? I understand you're here this morning. Can you stand? Can you stand? If you can stand, stand. If not, just wave your hand. It, now, if you don't, rem if you don't mind me bringing, uh, reminding the church of what, of what happened, she's the one who was shot doing an attempted robbery. And you see what prayer can do. You see what prayer can do. God bless you. It's glad to see you here this morning. And as always, don't forget about our long-term uh, members, those that are, uh, I don't call their names on Sunday mornings, but you see their names on the screen. But as you travel during the week, do as I always ask. Pray when you can, visit where you can, and each day thank God that you can. Let us pray. Most gracious Father, we come, O oh Lord, thanking you for another day. A day that has never been before and when it is spent will never be again. We thank you, Lord, for the blessings you bestowed upon us for us to be able to return to this place. So, Father, we ask that you would just wrap your loving arms around those who are not able to be here. Keep them in your loving care, O oh Lord. Bless them now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I will sing your praise 
for you've done such a marvelous thing for someone so wretched yet my soul you have redeemed no one else could do it no one could care
What a wonderful thing. Hmm. What a wonderful thing. From the book of John, the eighth chapter, verses one through 11. It had been read to you earlier by Deacon Williams, but let us refresh. Jesus went into the Mount of Olives, and early in the morning, he came again into the temple. And all the people came unto him, and he sat down and taught them, and the scribes and Pharisees brought unto him a woman taken in adultery. And when they had set her in the midst, they say unto him, Master, this woman was taken in adultery in the very act. Now Moses in the law commanded us that such should be stoned. But what said thou? This they said, tempting him that they might have to accuse him. But Jesus stooped down and with his finger wrote on the ground as though he heard them not. So when they continued asking him, he lifted up and said unto them, He that is that without sin among you, let him first cast a stone at her. You may be seated. May God add blessing to the hearers and the doers of his holy and inspired word. Let us pray. Our Father, which art in heaven, dear Lord, as we come today, Lord, we come in humble submission. First of all, we give you thanks for blessing us and bringing us to this point. For we recognize now that you brought us from our early beginning up to this point. And it is you who said that you would never leave us nor would you forsake us. Now, Lord, as we hear your words, we pray that we will have a better understanding of your word, that we may live your word, teach your words, preach your word, sing praises of your word, and spread your word everywhere that we go, that the light that we have may shine, that all mankind may see your good works through us. We thank you, dear Lord. These precious prayers we do pray in the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Ghost. Now let us all say amen. 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 Giving honor to our pastors first. Giving honor to God and giving honor to our pastors. Reverend Reginald M. Buckley and Reverend H.L. Buckley, Emeritus. We thank God for our pastors, hard workers, served on the battlefield and still serving on the battlefield. And to all the ministerial staff and first lady, ladies, and to all of you, we thank God for you. It is such a blessing to be here. And in that song, I, I, I want to, before I go into the message, I was reminded 
of something when you were singing this song. And that is John, the 21st chapter, the 25th verse. The last chapter of the book of John and the last verse. And there are also many other things which Jesus did. That which, if they should be written, everyone, I suppose that the world itself could not contain the books that should be written. Amen. All the things that Jesus has done for us. The world wouldn't be able to contain all the things he's done. And just before we go any further, I often talk about how blessed we are in this church. We are some kind of blessed. We are richly blessed. We are so blessed that we have two Linda Wilsons. And I believe that we have Linda Wilson with us today from Alabama. She's here. She's a member. And she comes from time to time to visit in person her church home. Sister Wilson, will you stand, please, and just wave your hand? Let us recognize her. We are blessed, and we thank God for you. We thank God that you are part of K Chapel, and we are part of you. Thank you. If I can, just for a few minutes, if I can just use for a subject, drop your rocks. Drop your rocks. Now, there are probably a lot of men today with pocket full of rocks. Drop them. Women's. Those coarse bags. Do me. And all other bags. Take them out and drop them. Drop them rocks. Okay, okay. Some of you trying to, because we know where you sit every Sunday. You trying to roll them out in the aisle. So we won't know that you had some rocks too. But drop your rocks. This message is for all of us. Not for some of us. It's for all of us. Remember? What Paul had said about at Romans 3 and 23, that we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. This message centers on knowing God's word. Before we react to something, we should see what God's word says about it. And then... Uh, we need to be reminded that when we condemn others, we also condemn ourselves. If I can, I'd just like to read from time to time a few verses saying that we condemn ourselves. Paul writes to the Romans, Romans chapter 2, verses one, two, through three. Therefore, thou art inexcusable, O man, whosoever thou art that judges, for wherein thou judges another, thou condemnest thyself, for thou that judges doest the same things. 
But we are sure that the judgment of God is according to truth against them which committed such things. And thinketh thou this, O man, that judgeth them which do such things and do it the same that thou shalt escape the judgment of God? Remember, remember now, remember, remember what James says. That uh, if he says that adultery, if you do not commit adultery, but yet and still you kill, steal, and lie, you're still guilty of the, same, of the whole thing. It's the same God. The same God that said do not kill, do not steal, do not murder, do not lie. It's the same God. Sometimes we act like there's a different God for us than it is for other folks. A lot of times we make it sound as if the things that we do are so small, so tiny, that they are not to be seen. But uh, I heard Solomon in the Psalms of Solomon say that it's the little foxes that destroy the vine. You think it's small. Psalms of Solomon 2 and 15 says the little foxes. He warns us that all unrighteousness, as Paul would say it, as John would say it, all unrighteousness is sin. Not just some things that other folks do, but we're guilty too. And let me remind you that uh, sin stays with us at all times. Can I qualify? Paul says, yes, it's a law. He says, every time I desire to do good, evil is present with me. It doesn't matter about us being in the church house. Sin is still going to follow us. The devil is still there. I heard old man Job talking the other day. I heard him say in chapter 1, verse number 6, that when the son of God, the sons of God, came to present themselves, Satan came also. And then I heard him say, that it was another day in chapter 2, verse number 1, that when the sons of God came to present themselves, Satan came also. Paul says, I know that is in me, that is in the flesh, dwell in no good things. I must go into the spirit of things in order for some things good to come out. Jesus went unto the Mount of Olives. He went in the evening. The reason why, and you look at verse 2, it says, and early in the morning, he came into the temple. <laughs> people like that early. And all the people came unto him. The reason why he would, he would go away, he, he reminds me of what he had said when he said that foxes have holes. Bird has what? But the son of man has now no place to lay his head. He had no place. Here we are in our comfortable homes. He don't in the winter. I condition in the summertime. But here 
Jesus has to make a rock for a pillow. Huh. He came that we all may have life and that we may have it more abundantly. God loves us and we should therefore love one another. He says for us to love one another as he has loved us. These men were wanting only to trick Christ. No matter what he said, either way he said it, they said, what did Moses say? What did he say? Let's look at Deuteronomy. Let's bag up. Let's just look and see what Moses, can we hear you talk a little bit today? Let, 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 let us hear what, uh, let us just go to Leviticus there. If a man calls a blemish in his neighbor, as he has done, shall he be, shall be done to him. Breach to breach, eye for an eye, tooth for a tooth. That's in Leviticus. But when we go over to Deuteronomy, it says this in the 17th chapter. We talked about adultery. Then shall thou bring forth that man or that woman which have committed that wicked thing unto the gates, even that man or that woman, and that stone, and stone them with stone till they die. At the mouth of two witnesses or three witnesses shall he that is worthy of death be put to death. But at the mouth of one witness he shall not be put to death. The hands of the witnesses shall be the first to throw the stone. Notice what Jesus said. Huh? He said, you that is without sin, let him cast the first stone. They had to drop their rocks. From the earliest to the youngest, they had to drop their rocks. And one of the things that gets me here is that they brought the woman and said she was caught in the very act of adultery. But where was the man? Huh? Huh? That's that double standard right there. I don't like double standard. Where was he? If she was caught in the very act, Moses said both were to be stoned. But what was the man? Maybe, just maybe, maybe this man was a pillar of the community and he wasn't to be brought up front like the woman. This woman has been brought out to Jesus, paraded before Jesus. What an embarrassment, not just on the woman, but the embarrassment is on the men's as well paraded her and this woman no man though but this woman but, 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 but maybe if I can use a, 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 a biblical word peradventure that this man maybe he was a doorkeeper at the church you know maybe a usher board something like that Maybe singing the choir. Uh, maybe he was on 
the board of trustees. Maybe he served on the deacon board. Maybe he needed to be taken off the board and got the board put on him. Maybe Maybe he's sitting in the pulpit. Maybe he was the one often saying, Pastor, help us today. Don't know who he was or who this man was. But this woman was caught with him. And they left the man out. They were supposed to bring both of them. But there's that double standard again in life. But uh, what got them is when he said he would die sin. They had to drop their rocks. And uh, he asked a woman, woman, where is those that accuse you? She said, no man accuses me, Lord. He says, neither do I. Go and sin no more. But let me say this, that's not a license to sin. That's not a license. Just because Jesus let her go then, and maybe you read from the 8th chapter of the book of Romans, where it says, there is no condemnation to those that are saved. That's not a license to do wrong. And maybe you read uh, the sixth chapter where it says, should we continue now in sin since our sins are forgiven? No, we shouldn't continue in our sins just because our sins are forgiven. One thing I've learned, Reverend Powell and I talk about this all the time. There is no right way to do wrong. Wrong is just wrong. I don't care what way you try to do it. There is no right way to do wrong. And I'm so glad that Jesus came to save that which was lost. Not quite 30 days ago, we celebrated the birth as we know it, as our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Jesus was rich, made himself poor just for our sake. And then God loved us so much that he gave his only begotten son, gave it to him for us, people like us, knowing that we were going to sin, knowing that we were going to do wrong. Some of us are denying him. Some of us won't even acknowledge him. But God's been so good to us. And since God has been so good to us, we ought to be good one to another. We ought not hold everything against somebody. We should, especially the members of the church house, especially the ones that have their names 
on the church road. We should be willing to forgive one another and pray one for the other. This is what those men should have done for that woman. They should have, since they had Jesus there, Lord, we bringing you someone that was called in sin. But since you're here, we're going to pray to you. And then you pray to the Father. And the reason why we're going to ask you to pray to the Father is because we do know that no one goes to the Father except by way of the Son. And you are the Son. And you go to him, and whatever you ask for, it should be done. Not only that, dear Lord, but we ask now that you touch her, touch her body. And then, dear Lord, that you will heal her of her sickness. It is a sickness. So, Lord, we ask that you heal her. And then we are told the strong are to bear the infirmative of the weak. If we are strong in certain areas, we are to bear the infirmative of the weak. We ask now that you drop your rocks. Throw your rocks away. Pick up your Bibles. Study your word. When Jesus went to the cross, he didn't just go for me. He went for all of us, for every one of us. He died, and he rose again. And he rose with all power in his hand. Power to heal. Power to make the ones that are sick, make them well again. And Lord, we pray now. We praise your holy name. I'm so glad that man doesn't have the found say about me. I'm so glad that I, I don't have to be so tall. If I had to be six feet tall, I would come up a little bit short. If now I had to be rich, I wouldn't have the money in the bank. Not a disrespect to the ones who have worked hard to, to achieve your goal. But if I had to have DR in front of my name, if I had to have PhD behind my name, I wouldn't make it. If I had to have certain things that other folks have, I wouldn't make it. But I'm so glad. I'm so glad that I got Jesus. I got him. I got him. And for those of you who don't have Jesus, and for those of you who don't know him for the pardon of your sin, I'll tell you today, you better stop running, stop walking, and start running. Start running to Jesus, but first of all, drop your rocks. Throw them away. Show some love. Show some respect. We love you. God keep you. God be with you. May his face shine upon you. Drop your rocks. Throw them away. We are church members. Pray one for the other one. It's okay to approach me. Anybody in here, if you catch me in the wrong and you just may do that, come to me. Huh? Tell me. Don't talk about me. Tell me. Call me to the side. Do it in a proper way. The scripture says, if thou will confess their fault, one to the we are to confess our fault one to the other one. And then he say, pray. He says, the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man, James, availed it much. Go to that person. Call him to the side and say, I love you. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking to you. Drop your rocks. We love you. God keep you. May his face forever shine upon you. Praise his holy name. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise. You want to drop our rocks this morning. Hallelujah. That's a message. 
And Romans, the eighth chapter in the ten, in, in chapter 10, Romans chapter 10, ninth verse says, that if thou confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe in thy heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Now we're at the point in the service where those of you who may not have already made your decision, that you are ready to give your life to Christ, this is your time. Hallelujah. Thank you. I thank you, sister, for saying that. This is the time in the service where you can make a decision that I want to be a part of the family of Jesus Christ. All you have to do is confess of your sins. All you have to do is believe that you are no less than anybody else and that nobody got no rocks they can throw on you. Amen. So we're going to ask you to stand and the choir is going to sing with us. As, and if there's somebody sitting next to you and you don't know them, you don't know that they're part of the family here, it's, it's no harm in asking them, have you given your life to Christ? Are you ready to submit to the Lord this morning? Let us stand together, because if it's somebody that needs a helping hand to come down, I know we have a saint that can walk with them. You can join this church by letter, by Christian experience, or as a candidate for baptism. It's those of you that's looking, listening to us online. There is information of how you can become a part of K Chapel Missionary Baptist Church. Just hit that code right there and there will be someone who will be back in touch with you. But right now, I want everyone to be praying together that if there's a soul in here, this is an opportunity. Don't leave today without making a decision that I'm gonna give my life to Christ. I am going to give my life to Christ. It's a personal decision. Is there one? Is there one this morning? God is waiting on you this morning. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Is there one?
There may be someone here this morning who is in the need of prayer. If you are, we are going to ask that you come down and join with one of our ministers, and we will be more than happy to pray with you. We don't have to know the reasons. All you have to do is come, because this is God's altar. There's something that's happening in your life. Even if you want to pray an intercession for someone else who may be having a hard time of not doing the things that they need, we're asking you now, if you like prayer, to please come down. God is. God is. Let us pray. Our Father, which art in heaven, we thank you again for this day. Lord, we pray that something was said that we all can take something from it and we can grow stronger in thine word. And dear Lord, as we travel from place to place, we pray that you would bless us and that you would keep us. And then dear Lord, there are some of our own from the ministerial staff and others are traveling to the convention. We pray that you bless them. We pray, pray Lord, that they will leave in prayer, arrive in love, and return in grace and mercy that you would not just watch over them while they're gone, but watch over their families as well. And dear Lord, we pray for all of our families. Be with us now and keep us all. And now unto him who is able to keep us and prevent us from falling, Lord, we pray that your face will forever shine upon us. Keep us whole. Remind us to do your will. It is your will from which we were created. And Lord, we pray for strength that we will do it. These precious prayers, we do pray them. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, and in the name of the Holy Ghost. Again, let us all say amen one time together. Amen. God bless you. God keep you. May his face forever shine upon you.